So let's pretend you're not married for a second. Okay, that's pretty easy. Hi, honey, I love you. <laughs> you don't do that every day, I hope. Mm, uh, okay, so you need to answer this honestly. So if you're stuck on a desert island, <sighs> would you rather be with the Time Magazine Woman of the Year or Sports Illustrated Bikini Swimsuit Model of the Year? Either way, I'm going to like piss off half of our female listening audience, aren't I? <laughs> uh, stuck on a desert island. And you didn't know how long for, like you didn't know if you're going to get rescued or not. Right. What's the time woman of the year look like? <laughs> <laughs> I, this is more incriminating than any of the other questions you've ever asked me. Because I'm going to have to go home to my wife this evening. <laughs> oh, so going Sports Illustrated. <laughs> yep. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. So welcome back to another episode, perhaps my last episode. I was just about to say, oh, you're in trouble tonight. If nobody hears from me, like if the next episode is the Tradies Business Show with Michaela Clark, you know what happens. And the Time Woman of the Year because I'm, she's here with me. I've been buried in the backyard <laughs> by my wife. Uh, so while Michaela just uh, dies from her own humour over there. Because <laughs> I'm so funny. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, G'day to all of the uh, intelligent women out there. Uh, there's, just no, there's no way I can dig myself out of nope, that hole. let's just there? move on. You know what? I'm embracing it. I'm a dude. Right? I'm a guy. I'm just I'm attracted to stuff. Michaela, save me, please. Rescue me. <laughs> So another episode of the Tradies Business Show. That's right, that's right. So we're all about helping business owners and tradies and small business owners get off the tools and into true business ownership so they can go to an island if they want and still make money. <laughs> and have both exactly. the women. They that's don't need it. to choose. You, see, you can have it all, listeners. Anyway, that's enough BS from us. Uh, today's episode. So we talked recently to a guy called David Dugan in episode 50. If you haven't listened to it and you would like to set up some great partnerships for your business, and I don't mean the sort of partnerships where you sign a piece of paper and you know you have joint ownership, but a great alliance or strategic alliance, as you might have heard them called referral relationships, we call them partnerships. Go and listen to David's episode, episode 50. Um, but what we did is, so we had a couple of guys on the show a little while ago, Wayne and Libby Marsh, uh, from Beaumont Tiles. I suppose I should have looked up the episode number, Michaela. Perhaps you can tell me. Um, but we spoke to Wayne and Lee. We did a real tradey story on those guys. Uh, they're in a Beaumont Tiles franchise, doing really, really well. And what we did is we actually went back and spoke to them about being a supplier and what they are looking for from their tradies in terms of actually giving referrals to the tradespeople that buy from them. So we thought that would fit in well with David's episode. And uh, if you want to listen to Wayne and Lib's real tradie story, it was... Episode 36. Thank you, Michaela. That's why you're here, to make me look much better than I already do, which is not very good. Uh, <laughs> so we spoke to Wayne and Lib, and they gave some really good tips about um, what they look for in terms of if they're going to refer their customers to a tradie, um, what are they looking for in that tradesperson and in their business. So have a listen, and uh, yeah, we'll see you on the flip side. So we're sitting here with Wayne and Libby Marsh from Beaumont Tiles Caboolture. Uh Welcome to the show, Wayne and Lib. 
Thank you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and we also have uh, Michaela Clark with us from Tradies VA. Hello. <laughs> Thought we'd better have the, uh, the other co-host on the show. So we're talking with uh, Wayne and Lib about being a supplier to Tradies, so a bit of a different perspective today. And um, just want to get your insights, guys, into... I suppose what tradies could do to improve their relationship with their suppliers and also what some of the, the good things you see uh, tradies doing out there and perhaps what some of the areas they could improve. But before we get into that, um, maybe just quickly, how'd you get into the business? How long have you been doing it? Well, I've been on the tools as a tiler for over 20 years, unfortunately. So, And then we thought physically wise, I'd had knee operations, shoulder operations, the next step was to go into selling the tiles. So an opportunity come up to buy an old store that was a bit run down and put our own stamp on it, which we did over five years ago. Yep. And then we had an opportunity to get involved with Beaumont's over a year ago, which has been great. Um, do it our way. Um, and then with Beaumont's help, because they're obviously the biggest in Australia, and over 100 stores now. Um, it's the backing of a brand now. We jumped on board and so far so good. Here we are today. So talk to us about tradie. So you come from a tradie background, obviously, or you are a tradie. Um, and now you're actually selling to them and uh, have them as customers. What's, what's your perspective on being on the other side of the counter now? Well, for, from where I sat, when I first got on this side of the counter, tradies would look at you and think that you're making a million dollars out of selling them the materials and I can assure you that you don't. It's more of a service as well for the tradie. Um, so now we deal with approximately oh, be at least 20, 20 to 30 constant tilers come through. Um, pros and cons, there is a lot of, lot of difference between all of them. Um, Workmanship-wise as yeah, well? Yeah, workmanship, communication is a huge thing and paying bills is a massive thing. So we've got quite a vast range of guys who are great with their accounts, not just great on the tools, and we have got a, quite a few guys that are very poor, um, paying their bills and communicating with customers, so that affects their business all ends. Mm. So. And so for... A a tradie that you want to refer work to, I'm sure you'll get a lot of people in here going, oh, we want a tiler to yep. do whatever. What do you look for when you're referring someone? Well, first of all, we look at the... We've done our homework on the quality of workmanship they do yep. to make sure they're not um, a bit of a cowboy. Um, second of all, the communication is massive. If we hear a bad thing about they didn't get back to the people or um, that pretty much... You know, we'll, we'll give them a warning to say, look, that's not good enough. If that keeps happening, they're quite welcome to buy materials, but we just won't hand out their cards. Because yep. it reflects on not our just business. me personally, but our business. Mm. Yep. So the good ones know who, who are doing it right because we just smash them with a lot of work. Yep. And obviously the guys who know that um, we're not a fan of how they do the business, we don't hand out their cards. Yep. Pretty simple. Yeah, because the, cus the customer will complain to us before they... Yep. Yeah. And then we become the middleman and it's not it's not yeah. what we're in business for. Got a question you want answered on the show? Go to tradiesbusinessshow.com. So if I'm a, a new trading business and, and wanting to, you know, build relationships with suppliers, what's the best way to sort of approach a new supplier and is it about, you know, 
getting you guys to look at their work or see their work, or, or how, how would you recommend yeah, trading building a relationship with you, sort of from scratch, I guess? Yeah, well, it'll definitely start with them coming in yep. to our store, introducing themselves. You know, we get a feel for um, how they are personally. Yeah. And um, from there, to hand out their card, we sort of do need to see to see their work. So more likely or not, Wayne will say, you know, do a few jobs, give me a call when you're on the job, and I'll go out and have a look at it. Yep. Then we get an idea of what they're like as a as a layer, yep. um, and and if that's if that's good enough and and they're good you know they're good enough on when we hear back from giving their cards out yep. that they get back to their customers um, and that they pay their bills all right well yep. yeah we can we can supply them with obviously a lot of work we've had yep. you know we've had one guy in particular that uh, has never let us down with his work and he's never let us down in getting back to people and the benefits of that for him is that he's never been out of work because he's he'd be yeah. the first card that we hand now we've got a new time. guy as well who's been on board for probably oh, two three months come down from Cairns yep. um, straight away no secrets he had no secrets no references that just don't add up um, yep. so when we contacted the people that he dealt with they said no nah, brilliant gave him one job they come back and just said highly recommended. Since yeah. then, he's just we've just got him flat flat out. So he done the right thing by us. Yeah. He's obviously confident in the work that he does. He returns his phone calls. Yeah. Um, obviously got a diary. They're not that dear. <laughs> um. So it's all it's just about getting the basics right, isn't it? Because yeah. you keep saying communication, bring yeah. your customers, communicate, yeah. pay your bills on time, yeah. and turn it isn't, up. You know. it yeah. isn't, I don't think it's rocket science. No. But um. Some people make it seem like it's a lot harder than what it has to be. Yeah. yeah. With, with our long-term tradies, we have great relationships with them where, yeah. you know, we can stand at the back having a great chat for ages. But it becomes, you know, we, you know, a lot of them that work for um, our builders, then, you know, um, it, we, it's just discussing the jobs and, and we're all on the same page, you know. We, we try and help them out as much as possible and, and, and them with us also, you know. If they're short on, on tiles or anything like that, then to have a really good relationship means that things work a little better and, uh, yeah, they're just, they're just, it's just better when we all get along, I think. Yeah, I'm sure a carton of beer every now and again wouldn't go straight. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, that's... Christmas party's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that goes without saying. Yeah, sorry, it's unspoken. A lot of tradies, that's the unwritten law. Yeah. yeah. So what's some of the things... I, I guess there's this uh, apparent gap between the guys who are doing things well that are getting referrals from you and the tradies who are probably uh, missing the mark as far as some of that simple stuff. Mm. What, what's some more of those simple things? I mean, uh, you know, do you see some of those guys and think, oh, if you just did this, this and this, you'd really yeah. change your business? I mean, are there some obvious things they could focus on? Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just think, it's, like it's 2015, mobile phones, we can't really seem to live without them. Um, but yep. just having a decent message bank service and use it and ring people back and, and be honest to people that if you are too busy if you are too busy and you have to knock a, knock back a job, it's better to do that rather than promise the world and deliver nothing and then it just bites you on the backside. And some of the really good guys are good, they'll be up front and say, Yep, I'm happy to do the job but I'm booked out for three months. A lot of the people understand that and they're like, That's fine because I want the good tradesmen. Mm. But some of the some of the other guys 
poor run, they they just don't know how to say no. Yeah, yeah. So, and and I, I just think getting getting back to your getting back to your customer is the biggest thing, and that and we're the first ones that that cop it from the customer just to say, oh, he gave me this great tradesman, but you know he won't call me, he won't return my calls, and this and that. And it just makes us makes us feel like we can't hand their card out. We know how good yeah. they are at at, at tiling. Um, just becomes a pity that uh, they're not very good business-wise. And yeah. we've got one like that. There's yeah. one tradesman. He would, he would nearly be one of the best young tilers I've seen. Yeah. Now it's got to the stage over the five years. I don't hand out his card, right. which is a shame. Yeah. So, yeah. and if you if you put it into dollar figures, it could be a hundred, hundred fifty thousand dollars of work at least a year. He's just had to kiss goodbye just through poor business management. So, yep. and even if you, you know, if you got a bit of a hand in his business, you know, mm. that's nothing compared to 150 grand worth of revenue that yeah. he's going to get in by just having a message service yeah. or yep. someone help him out. So you really got to weigh up what you're missing out on if you're not, yep. you yeah. Know, yeah, being right on the business side of things. Yep. Yeah. So there you go, tradies. Uh, it's not about being the best at your craft. You've got to have the business stuff sorted as well. I know Mikhail and I bang on it about it all the time, but um, you heard it here on, uh, we'll call it Wayne's World. Time, <laughs> eh? uh, <laughs> I feel special. <laughs> have you ever thought about starting a podcast, Wayne? Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> so, um, so what about, uh, I suppose, something that tradies love to do is try and get better deals from their suppliers. And it goes back to something you said earlier, where once you jumped on this side of the counter as the supplier, immediately tradespeople thought, oh, well, you must be raking it in um, because you, you make a ton of money out of the stuff that you sell people. Um, is it possible to get better deals from suppliers? And uh, how would I go about doing that if I wanted to reduce my costs? It is, it is possible, depending on the, the amount that you're buying, but I think the biggest mistake they do is undercut themselves when they're chasing work the, the good guys will have their price, stick to the price, and then, you know, to, to, to pay an extra $2 or $3 of, uh, for a decent bag of glue is peanuts in the whole scheme of things because, you know, you haven't undercut how good a tradesman you are. I think that's a problem a lot of them do and they, they'll, they'll take less for the actual job and then they have to skimp on the materials, which could come back and bite you down the track because you're using the wrong materials Mm. If you just stick to your confidence in what you do, you set your price, and this is what this is the job I'm going to deliver, the warranty I'm going to give, to pay that extra two dollars a bag, and to try to be that tight on us as a supplier is insignificant. And I, I, sorry, I suppose we've in with our suppliers. You know, we, we've let go of some of some of our suppliers too, based on. Um, you know, not not having something that will conform with what our traders need. So, we've gone through and and picked the best products that we see fit for them. And so, we've got the backup and the warranty from these from our suppliers to then hand on hand on to them. So, where it is a bit price driven material wise, um, I think that we we know that we have a good product and so we sell more on um, we sell more on the product that, that we have knowing that it can do the job you can tell you can tell again with the good tradies that will come in that pay their bills on time them them guys that buy bulk they don't even they don't even ask about if they need something else for a different job they won't even ask what the price of it we just we just put it in straight away because they know that they price the job correctly 
to cover all their materials. It's only some of the cowboys that come in and go, what's the cheapest glue you got? Them guys, we can serve them, but I wouldn't deal with them and, and I would not want them in my house if I, if I wanted them to do work. So you can tell them a mile away. So yep. Yep. there is a huge gap. I know one frustration a lot of suppliers have is, you know, they give their advice for the best for the job, but still a lot of blokes won't take that advice on. I'm sure that's a problem you experience. Do you have any case studies around that that you've experienced? Yeah, I've got one great um, case that's still ongoing where a young guy asked advice. We gave him the advice of what the particular product that's got to be used. He obviously went ahead and, and done a cheaper method, um, laid the whole job, done a great job as far as um, the laying of the tiles. Multiple problems arised and his um, part in using the wrong materi materials contributed to this job being defective. Uh, that customer ended up uh, going to court. Over the whole job, it'll probably cost him close to 20 grand to repair it. Um, and in saying that, over that whole job, maybe if he would have paid probably an extra 300 dollars to $300 and used the right material, wouldn't have happened. And he wouldn't have had a problem at all. And he would have stood up in court. He's done everything by the book. So for the sake of $300, it's going to cost him twenty grand. And I don't know how many tradies have got that sitting in the bank ready to go. So It's, it's also in licensing and all that comes into play as well. Yeah, he'll right? probably, he'll, that'll obviously be recorded on his licence if he gets to keep it. Yeah. Um, and then when you're trying to do these good jobs, now people are looking on the BSA websites and yep. all that, and that'll come up as a defect. So he's going to lose a lot of work. Yeah. Over $300, it's crazy. So, so we try to give them the right advice. Mm. If they don't take it, it's you're dicing with, you know, this can happen, and it has. Yeah. And so often, suppliers like yourselves have been in the industry for a long time. You deal mm. with a lot of other tradies. You see a lot of jobs. Yeah. So your advice is coming from that that yeah. uh, wealth of experience. So it's often worth it. Yeah, they think that. A classic example. I don't want to come across as if to say I know everything. I'm the perfect tradesman going around, but mm. you know, for that particular job, you needed to use a particular material that's tried and tested. Um, they've gone against it for the sake of saving three hundred dollars. Um, big problems now. So yeah. 20 grand, I know what I'd rather do. I'd rather spend the 300 for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So thanks, Wayne and Libby Marsh from Beaumont Tiles there. And, like, it's everything we bang on about all the time. It's really simple. Do a good job. Communicate with your customers and your suppliers. Yep. Not rocket science. No. But that's the beautiful thing about it is if you're listening to this and you're thinking, man, I'd love to set up or I'd love to get more referrals from the bathroom company or the electrical wholesale or whoever it is, you can actually do that because – the, the beautiful thing is not many people do the simple things well. And that's the same whether you're in a trade business, whether you're in a professional business, it's the same across the board. The simple things get overlooked because they're so simple, but they can often be the most powerful things that can get you more business from someone like, you know, Wayne and Libby. And it's also about going and actually asking the question with your suppliers. <laughs> yeah. Voice has gone very husky. That's, that's awesome. So are you trying to be the time woman or the <laughs> – anyway – Move on. So it's all about asking your question to your suppliers and yeah. they're not going to start handing out referrals. Ask, show you're interested. might take a little while. Yep, but prove yourself yep. and who knows, it could actually uh, you know, add a whole another dimension to your business. It may. 
And what will also add another dimension to your business, <laughs> You Warren, took the words right out of my mouth, is, Michaela. Is, we've been doing this too long together. <laughs> is going to a, a little website called tradiesbusinesstoolkit.com. Pay the big princely sum of $1 and you'll get 30 days access to a whole bunch of stuff. Doesn't that sound like great value, getting a whole bunch of stuff? But seriously, there's monthly webinars. The next one is on the 18th of May, I believe. Uh, but go to the website, check it out. Um, I'll be talking about the difference between being a tradie and having a trade-based business and um, just highlighting some of the key things that are part of moving from just being a trading on the tools to building a great business. Uh, we have a private Facebook group where there's members in there chatting about their businesses. Michaela and I check in daily. No uh, photos of the animals yet. No. Uh, Serious stuff. <laughs> no cats on bloody automatic vacuum cleaners or any crap like that. Uh, there, There's uh, videos up on the website. There's uh, templates. And probably one of the coolest things that I like putting together and adding on a regular basis are the extended interviews that we do with some of our guests on the Tradies Business Show where we actually get them to stick around after we uh, press stop on the recording device and we get them to share some ninja tips or deep dive uh, strategies that you can use in your tradie business straight away. So for the big buck, uh, you can get access to that whole thing for 30 days. And if you stick around, which I'm sure you will, it's only 10 bucks a month after that if you join before June 30. So for foundation members, where we want to get you in there and get you using it, after June 30, the price is going to go up. Um, it'll still be amazing value, but basically we think you'd be mad not to get in there. And the other thing you should do to save money before June 30 is get your staff trained and upskilled. Oh. And you How can do that. How smooth was that? <laughs> you can do that with our show supporters, face-to-face -face training, and uh, they have a lot of government rebates that they can give you. Uh, get your staff, whether it's leadership management training or trade certificates, and get them upskilled, so they'll be more productive for you and make you more money in the long run. Absolutely. So uh, that's face-to-face, F-A-C-E-T-O-F-A-C-E, face-to-face.edu.au. Uh, jump on there, tell them the Tradies Business Show sent you and the, the team there will look after you and uh, make sure you get your team trained. And so that's it. We're a wrap. That's a wrap. Until next time. Bye. Hooray. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.